The Coastal Fresh Podcast with Luke Abbas. Welcome to the hugely anticipated Coastal Fresh podcast. I'm Luke Abbas, and joining me for today's episode is this guy. Ruby, 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 Ruby. Oh! Who am I here with tonight? You're with Ruby. And how, how have you found the experience? It's been a bit wet and rainy, hasn't it? Typical Lytham proms though, isn't it? Yeah, it's been amazing. Debbie Harry, wow. Well, George, what an incredible welcome that is. Thank you, Luke. I'm really excited to be here. The first episode, I feel honoured to be the first guest on the podcast. And we say hugely anticipated because we did put you guys through your paces not too long ago and uh, we did kind of sort of allude to the fact that we were going to do a podcast or some sort of feature. We actually made up a whole lie about Coastal and uh, said that we were creating a spin-off station. It was going to be called Coastal Fresh. And uh, we got you guys, the street team, to create your own audition tapes and... Uh, George, let's just take a quick listen to your audition. Hello, I'm George Winkop. I'm 19 years old, almost 20 on Monday. My three favourite songs are D.O.D. and Carla Munro, Still Sleepless, Dominica, Gotta Let You Go, and anything by Bryson Tiller, but I'd say Bryson Tiller and Exchange. I want you to imagine that you're on Coastal Fresh. How would you come out of a song? Could you do me your best Coastal Fresh impression? Vice and Feel My Needs here on Coastal Fresh. We've got two more hours of dance music on the way for you now before we hand you over to the wonderful Luke Abbas at 4 till 7 tonight. He's going to keep the party going and get you ready for your evening tonight. He's got all the latest and greatest dance hits, a bit of R&B and his favourite party mix in there, which he loves to do. So make sure you don't miss Luke. He's a brilliant guy. Uh, and he'll be joining you shortly. Try a tongue twister. I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker's son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. She sells seashells on the seashore. The stupid. <laughs> she sells seashells on the. Sh- <laughs> right, let's go. Don't worry, don't get in your head. She sells seashells on the seashore. The shells that she sells are seashells for sure, right? There you go. That's your addition. Have you got any questions? No. Brilliant. Well, thank you for that. I'll, thank uh, you. I'll have a look. I'll just say. That Coastal Fresh is never happening, it's a joke. What? <laughs> yeah, never actually going to happen. Are you joking? Yep. Oh my god. How do you feel? Disappointed, actually. I'm disappointed, not even about the audition, just about... You're telling me you could have used your time better than to make a full document with a fake station? Oh my god. Fresh. Excellent. I absolutely love that, George. You you have me in stitches on the day. Uh, and we'll be delving into those across the weeks with some of our street team. Right. Firstly, what is Fresh all about? What is the purpose of it? Well, I'll tell you, it's about putting context to moments like this. My mm, husband's got a very high bum crack. As well as delving into mistakes like this from Coastal's finest presenters. Jose Hazel. Love her bits. It's not all about those daft, silly clips, George. It is about... Recapping what's gone on over the last week on Coastal. It's been an interesting week. Uh, there's been lots going on in Blackpool. There's been lots going on on, on the station as well. Uh, it was a, the the week, rather, that Jed and Haley went from breakfast for a, about two hours to drive. I don't know if you caught that earlier this week, but uh, they were filling in for Greg Burns. Yeah, that's a shock to the system, isn't it? Yeah. But we've had a very busy week. All the presenters have been busy. We've had the street team out at numerous events. And lots of content gathered, which is what we love to see, isn't it? Can I just say, on that, I was sat at home 
uh, finished early for the day. I was sat at home, completely unaware that this had, this change had happened because uh, Greg was meant to be on. Greg had a few technical issues, and then Jed and Haley stepped in while they were they were out and about. So luckily they were together because they're not always together during the middle of the day. Luckily they were for that con- for that moment, and they managed to hop onto the radio. But I'm sat there hearing Greg Burns about ten minutes before, and then suddenly. It's Jed and Haley at breakfast. Well, not at breakfast. That's that's what they said. I was a bit like, oh, this is weird. This is a bit unusual. Anyway, that was the case. Uh, nevertheless, we uh, we we move. Um, so while Jed and Haley were out and about, they interviewed none other than Steve Royal and Tom Lister, who we had in the studio about a year ago to this date. Uh, you know Steve Royal from Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's been around for ages and he's very well known for being in the the panto circuit. He's been doing pantos or pantomimes for, is it pantomime or pantomine? I'd say pantomine with an N. With an N? Yeah, pantomime. Pantomime. Come on, everyone knows that one. Pantomine. Pantomine. What do you say pantomime do we we need a producer in here to be searching that up for us? So, if your your whole life have you been saying pantomime? Yeah, wow. But there was a brief stage in my life where I was saying handbag. What as opposed Ham, to handbag? Wow. Handbag. Oh, so this is clearly a bit of a theme for you, replacing the N with the M. A case of me being a little, a little bit thick. Oh, come on, Luke. Bluntly. Bluntly. Anyway, Steve Royal and Tom Lister there at the Blackpool Grand for the pantomime this year, which kicks off, I think, for the 1st of December all the way through to the 1st of January. And uh, Jed and Haley were catching up with Tom Lister and Steve Royal, and this is what they had to say. Coastal Radio DAB, Jed and Haley with you, and uh, more special guests from our panto launch day at the Grand Theatre. Yes, of course, Aladdin opens on the 1st of December through to the 1st of January, and these are two names and faces you'll have seen <laughs> plenty of around the town centre. I'm, of course, talking about Tom Lister and Steve Royal, who'll be known to you this Christmas as Abanaza and Wishy Washy. <laughs> Um, welcome back, uh, boys. The naughty boys, as these two are what? called. Um, come on. Oh, You've got people around you to make sure you're not messing about. But listen, <laughs> but that is why this is going to work, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. We are back together once again to do Panto and create... Comedy chaos. Should we, go, should we go through? Should we list some of the things we've done in the past? Right? Probably, <laughs> yes. not. No, probably yes. not. Probably not. Yeah. Some of the things we've done. I mean, the band. Generally, when we found out oh, we were back yes. together, we got a message from, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. from Sam. We were doing the show, right? And the, uh, yeah. we'd been bo- we'd, quite often whilst you're doing a run, you, people start to bring you gifts. And somebody <laughs> had brought us a gift of um, basically like a couple of aftershaves, but they were like knockoff aftershaves that you get yeah. in Poundland. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. wasn't dupe, yeah. it was jape. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't Davidoff Cool Watch, it was like. Aqualand or something like that. And one of them was horrendous. So during the show, we actually, when we weren't on stage, we snuck under the stage, crawled all the way out to just where the band were and absolutely annihilated them all in jape. And we, they were all playing their music. And because, well, just, what's that smell? Like, and we were on stage just giggling. Oh, oh. We, could, we could see them all looking up. 
<laughs> we also once spent, if you remember, the first time we were panto together, we once spent about an hour and a half in a cupboard. Oh, we did? Because oh. all it was to do, we were doing a, they were doing a ghost, ghost tour, tour, and yeah. we and Tom pretended we weren't on, we, were, we couldn't make it, we had to go home. And instead, we made ourselves look like ghosts, put white makeup all on, on and then hid in a cupboard, which we knew they were going to open upstairs at the Grand Theatre. Honestly, though, were you scared? Because it was pitch black in that cupboard, and we've all gone dolling in there, and then... We were so excited. I was excited. scared of being locked in the cupboard with him. He's <laughs> <laughs> got very busy hands, Tom, sometimes. <laughs> we were so excited, but then he, the guy who was doing the tour... He was so enthusiastic, he oh, took forever. Oh, we thought we'd be 15 90, minutes oh, in the cupboard. We were an hour and <laughs> The moment had gone, and we were like, oh, for goodness sake, I wish you'd hurry up. We could hear the voices getting closer and closer <laughs> as, they, as they went up another level. I think we were in the top. <laughs> we were at the upper circle, where we just going, oh, just yeah. please, just bring him in. 15 minutes in, you're yeah, like, yeah, it's a bad yeah, idea. Yeah. This <laughs> By the end of the tour, I think it was like 1am and people were just sat on the, sat on the sides of it. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, just stop. Just stop. It's a very historic theatre, we know. Yeah. So, I'll go back to the panther then, talking about Aladdin. Now, if my memory serves me correctly, I, I did only do Aladdin once, but there's not many scenes with Abanaza and Wishy Washy in together. Surely that's not going to be the case with you guys, because you're too... Mm. Look at his face. You have yeah. to be together. You have to be on stage together. We asked for the script a long time ago oh, so okay. that we could look at it and dissect it and, and rewrite say, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. That's <laughs> no, just make sure that we had t- time on stage together. But it would listen. It'd be a wasted if we we were put together and then never appeared on stage together. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we have crowbarred a few, quite a few scenes actually now, isn't it? And um, we've got some very exciting moments that we're looking forward to. Yeah, and there are probably other bits that we haven't, we don't even know in yet. Don't tell the director and the producers. That. <laughs> <laughs> but because there will be. I do love the fact that you guys, once you're comfortable and you know all your songs and your direction and your choreography to some extent, yeah, um, that <laughs> you um, you like to mess and play around with the show. So it does. I'm going to use the word evolve. The show evolves once you get going. So the show you see on opening night may not be the same show you see. Maybe. It's Darwinian. It's Darwinian. It's just one of those yeah, things. Yeah, it's it's evolved. Evolved. Before your very eyes, it evolves. You come on the first of December, you're going to see an entirely different show. No, I like to think it starts as a fish and ends as an amphibian. Yeah, I've made it myself. Yeah, we we do like to... Because one of the things, you you never know how something's going to work until it's in front of an audience. And then you think, oh, well, what if we did that in addition to that? And... And then you find these moments that just come out of the blue and you think, that is gold, that's got to stay in. And, and so we love the fact that we can riff. And that's why it's important that we're on stage together because some people don't work like that and they can't cope because they've, they've learnt their lines, they've learnt the direction and they don't like things to change. Um, so we don't want to mess with everybody. We've also got the same sense of humour in it. I think that's really important. From a comics perspective, it's, it's so reassuring to know that you're on stage with someone who finds you Get funny. It, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes... I bet you've been there. I have, I have. I don't know. I haven't named names, but there are certain... You do get it, don't you? You've been patronising me for How have you done this for 20 years? Patronisation from Tom Lister. I'm gutted. Now, one thing I will say, and this isn't to sort of defend you or anything like that, but what I will say is, it looks as though when you're up there, you're messing about. But in actual fact... You've been rehearsed and directed and you know your stuff, so it might look like a mess about. And some days you do mess about, but you both 
from working with you both. You both very much respect the art form the of what to get it, it is. The key is to get it back on track. It's yes. all right with yeah, anyone yeah. messing about, but yeah, you yeah. need to be skilled enough to get it back to where everyone is comfortable and they go, oh, we know where we are yeah. now. Yeah. If you start going off on your own tangent, and then, then people can you know, start yeah. to get, you know, and I understand it's awful. It, it is awful. I, I yeah. appreciate that for other people stood there watching while you riff for five minutes with the audience. <laughs> yeah. So I try not to do that. I can't guarantee it because no. they're just. <laughs> they're I mean, laughing, Steve. I'll be honest they're with laughing. you. I'm just enjoying myself. <laughs> it's just nice to be out of the house for Christmas. Um, no, it's going to be ace, though, isn't it? It really is. Aladdin's on Blackpool Grand Theatre, 1st of December to 1st of January. You can book your tickets now at blackpoolgrand.co.uk. See, what, what I find amazing is sometimes people don't believe that we get paid for doing this kind of daft stuff and we, we do what I, I do relate to is finding someone funny and finding someone that you can work alongside and be you know have a little bit of a laugh with but also get on with and i'd like to say that we do that for sure luke i think everyone in the studio is so close now anyone can work with anyone we can throw anyone on air together and hopefully that's what we can do with the coastal fresh podcast yeah just have a good old ramble fresh that's uh that's the imaging as it's called is that going to be you on the the voice link now at the start of every podcast. Fresh. It should be, shouldn't it? We'll get rid of Abby and I'll just do the fresh. Why don't we get everyone in the studio to go fresh? And whoever's got fresh. the best one can be the voice of Coastal Fresh. I'd back that. Fresh. That's that's the extended mix. <laughs> fresh. <laughs> kind of is. So just on that Tom Lister and... Do you know Tom Lister was in Emmerdale? Right, yeah. So he used to be in Emmerdale around the same time that Hayley Tamerden was in Emmerdale. And what's kind of funny about that is that they used to be love interests. So uh-huh, I think, okay. Um, I, Delilah, I think Hayley Tamerden's character was called, and he was called um, Carl in, in, in Emmerdale. So they used to be love interests. Got you. So Steve and Tom came in anyway to just have a bit of a chat because they're good mates. And they came in to talk about uh, Grand Theatre Panto and everything and their history. And Haley was talking to Tom and it was just, it felt like it, it was dead interesting to sit and listen to the dynamic because they were talking about like how they've had to do the awkward kissing scenes. And I've been thinking like, I don't think if I was an actor, I know it's about maturity in a way and, and it's their craft and it's their work. I'd feel very uncomfortable if I was in a relationship and someone was... Uh, oh, for sure. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it, it is real life, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. not a, a different world or a different universe. And it's interesting to hear, like you say, that conversation to see how you never really sort of hear how these actors think about these things. It's just, oh, it's their job. That's what people yeah. presume, you know, it's their job. It doesn't matter, but you know effectively it is like kissing someone else isn't it really it is it is but it's literally like kissing someone else (laughs) (laughs) quite literally uh, which i find uh, very interesting to know like their their mindset as they go into that kind of thing uh anyway speaking of mindsets and speaking of thinking about things um how often do you think about the Roman Empire was one of those things that popped up in your show on Sunday last week absolutely and you said you don't rarely ever rarely ever however we did bring a few guests in he did yeah you had like jed mills we spoke to jed who gave us a very crafty answer on the roman empire he said that his old school car hill actually dug up roman empire findings I know, that is which mad. made perfect radio and yeah. something that you wouldn't expect did anyone check the validity of that maybe we should do that and find yeah. out whether that actually happened yet. So you're saying we, we either call the school or turn up to the yeah. site? Yeah. or do we turn speak? up to the site. Yeah. Where are these coins? Find us these coins. Get your shovels out, Luke. We're, we're digging we'll back dig. up. Well, I'm just saying, if it was around there, are we 100% sure that there's not more around there? 
we could be in for a, a bit of a secret finding here. Then maybe exactly. the school just dug it up because, you know, they were doing building new things for the school and they never bothered to dig yeah. up the rest yeah. of the Car Hill, Turkamy area. It's under the maths block. Dig go. up the maths block. No one likes maths. Get rid of it. During the summer. I'm sorry if anyone out there likes maths. I do apologise. Uh, so yeah, you were talking about the Roman Empire and one of the greatest guests I think you will ever have on your show, no offence, is Danny Gormanley. For sure. Your partner, Lucy, your radio partner, Lucy, uh, her dad was on the show. And uh, we've got to, we've got to talk fantastic. about this. He just brought the energy, brought yeah. the vibes, and he gave us a fantastic answer. Let's take a listen. Now, Lucy, earlier you asked me an all-important question. Yeah. And now you've got a special guest on okay, the show. Okay, we've got a very special guest now. Danny, are you there? Uh, hello, I'm here. <laughs> okay, so this is Danny, this is my dad, and we're going to ask him the same question. So, Dad, how are you? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Okay, so, Dad, how often... Do you think about the Roman Empire? Uh, <laughs> um, very rarely, I'd say. Would you say once a month? Uh, less than that. Less than that. Once a year. I sometimes year? think about them when I think I think about the drains. Sorry, <laughs> the drains. Because there was, yeah, the Roman Empire built all the drains. <laughs> Brilliant! And how do you know that? <laughs> Uh, history, history <laughs> lessons. <laughs> How often do you say you'd think about the drains? <laughs> oh, well, quite often, yeah. yeah they're important, oh, right. aren't they? Okay. So you do think about it then? Yeah, I sometimes make the connection. Wow. That was a better answer than George. George said never, so... Thank you. All right. Basically, Dad, it's a thing where a lot of men think about the Roman Empire quite a lot. And obviously you do, so thank you for proving my point. Okay, no problem. <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on, Dad. Thank you. Brilliant. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, bye, George. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> there you go. See you later. Bye. 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 Joe, you know I've always wanted to go down a sewer. Have you? Yeah. What do you it, mean, like, in the films? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like it. Oh, with, with your phone torch. You get some yeah. good social content down there. It'd be incredible. I, I don't know. It's just always been this kind of thing. Like, I, I genuinely want to know what's underneath us. Like inside the sewers of Blackpool or something. Yeah. I'd love to go. And like, I think there's a, a like an underpass or something, uh, not too far from Central Pier that was all boarded up. Like it's all been closed up, concrete mm. under. See where you end up. But yeah. So I, a uh, little anecdote. I went to Preston Station and we were going, we are getting off a train and we were going from platform, I think platform five to platform one. And I went into this lift and it took us onto this empty corridor that clearly must be like workers access or something. It was like empty and you walk down it and you're like, this is a horror scene waiting. Like you, you're expecting someone from the Shire or something. You it's know, like going yes, to a uh, platform nine and three quarters, that, isn't yeah. it? You just, you've ended up... It, Somewhere else. <laughs> Almost. I think I nearly ended up at Hogwarts. <laughs> it was incredible. I just like... Big so steam train that. comes flying past and you're like, well... What I should say is I don't know if I was meant to be there. I think I might have taken a workers' tunnel. <laughs> you saw a few orange jackets in the distance yeah. and you were like, right, yeah. um, back to ground floor, please. <laughs> yeah, back to ground floor, exactly. Um, he was a great guest though, wasn't he, Danny, to have? He was fantastic. He, he's clearly brought his years of knowledge and expertise with that. And do you know what? I'd be interested to do a little bit more digging, actually, and... 
you know, we sort of heard that he thinks of the drains and the Roman Empire because they built them, but where's that idea come from? That's what I want to know. I, I think we've got to get him back on the show and unsolve the mystery. Yeah, it's a strange thing to just pop out with, and uh, Paul Lucy's never going to live that down. No, I don't think anyone that listens to our show will live that down, because that's an iconic quote, just in coastal history in general. It is. Uh, I only think about them when I think about the drains. I think about the drains. But I really do, I'd love to know where Danny got that from. I'm going to ask Lucy, and maybe we can bring that to the show. We can answer that question and have it in the next podcast. Indeed. Saturday, the 7th of October, a day of confusing weather, largely dull, doing nout with highs of 18 degrees. We're still having quite warm weather, aren't we? Honestly, the other day I thought that first frost is coming. And that means for me, I get my bed socks out. I don't know about your bed socks. The heating's not coming on. <laughs> I'm not having that. The heating, not happening. Not yet. I'm going to try and pull through until November. Fresh. Bed socks, George. Every night. Every night. Every night. That might come as a shock, but I do love good bed socks. You know when you're walking downstairs at night, you want to get a drink, maybe a bit of toast, and it's freezing on the tiled floor. Bed socks, they're comfortable. Oh, what a window into your household. Tiled flooring. Yeah, there you go. Or just uh, in the winter in general, when you know, when it's cold, barring obviously carpet. Yeah. Bed socks, they do the job, but they do. They do have to come off like when you're about to go to sleep because it just feels a bit too enclosed. Do you think? I don't think it's actually good to sleep with socks on either. Oh, right. I'm confused now because I thought you were about to say that you are pro bed socks. Well, I am, but I'm also not. Like, what you're referring to is night socks. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. It's, it's not the same thing, though, because what Vic is talking about there is putting some socks on in bed. What And actually, like... Um, can I just say, I don't put socks on in bed. I leave my socks on in bed. Well, are you difference. talking about normal socks that you wear during the day? Or yeah, are you talking like these. Wow. So you you, I'll just leave them on. You just have sweaty feet. <laughs> or do I have warm feet? So I was talking more about the thick, wider night socks oh. slash bed socks. Not like your, your normal black and white socks that you wear during the day. That My feet would be too... Oh, that just wouldn't feel comfortable for me, that. Do you think that's what she's talking about? Yeah, I thought she was talking about night socks slash bed socks. But the, the fact that they're called bed socks and not socks makes me think that they're designated just for the night. Do you get what I mean? I do now. The fact that she said bed socks. Yeah, it does make more sense. So I've just gave away a big secret. I always sleep in socks. That's my comfort. There you go. Well, any Luke Havis fans out there? And and you know what they say about people who sleep with socks? What do they say? Tell you in episode two. But right now, I want to do a long-running feature that we're going to do in the show where I'm basically going to guess my co-host whether they wear socks or not, right? Okay. So I want you to name me a presenter or a member of our street team and I'm going to write down on here whether they wear bed socks or not and when we come to uh, have them on the show I'm going to ask them I'm going to start off with Jed Mills Jed Mills um, he would strike me as someone who wouldn't wear bed socks he wouldn't be yeah, I can see him barefoot walking around the house yeah. like in the daytime as well so yeah um, I think that's a 100% no socks yeah I don't think Jed's a, a socks man. Um, he, he just strikes me as someone who would, like you say, be not too bothered, shall we say, about walking around barefoot. And why not in the comfort of your own home? Exactly, each to their own. And um, he's also gone quite often. It's boiling in this office, and I'm like, 
how, how can you think it's boy anyway that's getting on to another story so jed no i don't think jed wears uh socks anyone else yep uh, I'll, I'll go for producer connor because i think this one could be a bit more difficult connor 100 wears socks because connor i think is fairly like me and connor finds it very difficult to stay warm when you're outside a bit like a, a bit like a lizard me and connor are like a lizard we get uh, very very cold very easily um if, if it's chilly outside we're freezing okay so he wears socks 100 are you sure on that one yeah right okay maybe i need to make this a bit more difficult i will go for lucy see lucy i would say hmm that's a difficult one i i think she's got potential to wear socks in bed um I think that she's probably... Uh, do you know what? I think Lucy's probably one of them that would put socks on about two o'clock in the morning when her feet are freezing. So ah, go to bed without them A tactical them change of socks, right? Yeah. I think that it's... So I'm going to say that Lucy lays somewhere in the middle of wearing socks in bed. Hey, are you allowed to do that? It's sitting on the fence, but I, ultimately she starts off not and then does. So I'm going to say she does okay we'll give you that um i will go for yeah, give me one more i feel hmm scarlet scarlet hmm no scarlet doesn't wear them scarlet one you're very adamant on that one actually yeah scarlet doesn't wear them what brought you to that decision so quickly i just uh, there's something she gives me that vibe scarlet i i just think that she she wouldn't she wouldn't be into that kind of thing i think in fact i think she would judge me if i wore socks She's probably judging me listening to this podcast. So I, I, I think that she's firmly against it. So you're saying she sees those nights so she's like, nope. Yep. Out the wardrobe, Put, out the room. Puts no. them in the bin. Or shoves them under a bed. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll find out soon if you're right, won't we, Luke? Yep. We will. Uh, so that concludes this feature of who's wearing socks. Socks or no socks? Or socks or We need no a name socks. for that. Yeah. We do need a proper name for it. And it's something that hopefully we'll do in the future. Here we go. Uh, just want to do a quick roundup now, though, of the uh, Coastal Fresh podcast, because each week uh, we've got new music coming into our playlist, and I wanted to round up a couple of those new releases, which are Taylor and Water. That track is uh, doing a lot of them in it, flying high in the charts, and um, going on to potentially knock Doja Cat off number one spot. Uh, and do you know what I love about the track? Go on. There's a line in it where she's pretty much demanding water. Just reminds me of something that Connor would do. Have you, Connor. Have you got the line? Uh it was um he make, does love his water though doesn't he producer connor he, he absolutely loves his water it, it, she just says make me water oh so she says water, water uh Lorraine, do you remember from that track uh oh, what's the track called the um eurovision track tattoo that's it oh, okay Lorraine, she's back with brand new music is it love don't know but that's the track is it love or is it water is it love or is it what? Is it right or is it wrong? Uh, and Jax Jones and DoD are back with brand new music. It's called Won't Forget You. Features Inna Rolson on her first track uh, in a quite a long time, but she's obviously worked with Jax Jones in the past, uh, and it's great to have them two working back together again. And DoD, a Lancaster-born guy, so Lanc- Lancashire native, really. Yeah, she's back with a bang as well, you know. Yeah, Inna. It's a very, very nice Inna. track. It's, it's very bouncy and energetic. Yeah, totally. And that is your roundup of all the new music. Thank you so much for listening to the Coastal Fresh podcast. I've been Luke Abbas and I've been joined today by George Wincott. Thank you so much for coming in, George. Thank you, Luke. Thanks for listening to the Coastal Fresh podcast. New episodes every week.